Happy spring, friends. You know, with the welcoming of spring, I want to invite you to some good old spring cleaning. And I'm not just talking about purging your pantry, but I'm inviting you to spring cleaning spirit, soul, and body. You know, what is it about spring that makes us want to throw open the windows and get moving? I think it's the sunshine and the warmer days that just gives us this energy boost. I always say that fall is my favorite until spring comes around. And I admit that I am not exactly a lover of cleaning, but I am a lover of growing. So if I've got to do a little cleaning to make room for some growth, then I am here for it. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that we all know what spring cleaning looks like in our homes, but what does that look like for the rest of our lives? How can we declutter our lives, our spirits, our souls, and our bodies? To keep it simple and in ways that we are all familiar with, I'm going to stay with this idea of spring cleaning as it pertains to our homes. You ready? Let's go. So one of the ways that we do spring cleaning in our homes can be through purging and decluttering. This is where we take time to inventory and sort through all the things. We, we get rid of things that are broken and no longer working that we've just pushed to the side or still sitting on the counter or whatever. We decide to do away with things that used to mean something to us, but no longer add any value to us or our homes anymore. I know for me, I can put off this decluttering activity because it's not a quick process and I have more than once started it and and then had it drag on for what seemed like forever. But here's a really important thing about this purging and decluttering process. You have got to finish. It is a process and you've got to finish the process. It's not a quick fix. It is a process. And I know I'm not the only person that has taken time to do all the sorting and separating all the things of what's going where. And at the end of that, either move that stack or stacks of things to another side of the room or another part of the house or a trunk of a car, which means we are still in possession of it. We are still lugging it around. I think it was last spring that I shared on the podcast how I was finally letting go of some of the things that I had sorted through myself for the past several years. I had this big aha moment as I found myself agonizing as I sorted through some of the exact same things that I had sorted through for the past several years. I would sort through all these things and put them in the piles only to end up keeping most of everything again. And I just, the aha moment was I realized that I was guilty of doing this exact same thing in other areas of my life. I kept hanging on to things that no longer fit me anymore or things that I used to love, but I hadn't for a while. But for some reason, I still struggled with completely letting go of whatever that thing was. Maybe that's you. Maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you need to say a final goodbye to things that no longer fit you anymore, physically or spiritually. And trust me, I feel your pain. It is hard when that thing was once a favorite of ours and it brought us so much joy. And I think that's, that's the trigger for us. I think that there's still this element of comfort and familiarity. And I think that's the hard thing for us because um, when we look at that 
that item or that thing or the relationship or activity, whatever it is, I'm connecting it obviously across the board from our homes to our personal lives. There's still this element of nostalgia, whatever it is, of memories around that thing. And that brought us joy. So it's like it's hard for us to separate that season ending. And we have to reframe that, that just because something that no longer is serving us in this season doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And it doesn't have to be a negative thing. But we have to realize that it's holding us back from our, something in our next season that we need to make room for. So we have to stay with the process and finish it out. It doesn't do us any good to just recognize what activities or relationships don't need to take up space in our lives anymore, but we have to take it a step further. We have to finish the process and take the necessary steps to adjust schedules and create boundaries that are going to create the space and make room for what is going to grow in this next season of our lives. Another exciting and positive thing about purging and decluttering is sometimes we find, we discover something once again that brought us joy in our life. Somehow in the the busyness of life, something had been placed on top of it and it had gotten lost in a stack of things or whatever the scenario, but we've just gotten busy busy and something that that brought nourishment to our life and brought us joy that we had lost, we find it as we we start to move things away and clear out and clean and purge some of these things, we are going to find these hidden jewels that we are reminded once again of like, oh, this was something that brought life to me. And it's such a gift to find those things. And let me say, some things, some things go missing and that's a good thing. So when we find them, we're like, oh, I didn't even realize I had lost this and I don't need this anymore. I've outgrown this. Okay. That's a good thing. But then there's some things that we have lost that did bring life to us that need to be found again. And those things, then we take those things, we dust them off, we bring them back out, we set them back out, and we allow ourselves to once again experience the joy that those things bring to us. Okay. Now to the fun part deep cleaning. After you have taken the time and cleared off all the surface level stuff, it is time for the hard work of a good, deep clean. And a deep cleaning in our lives can feel similar to a deep cleaning in the rooms of our physical homes, meaning it takes a lot of effort, physical effort, emotional effort. (laughs) Oh, goodness. It takes a lot of effort and it takes a great commitment to the process. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but it takes some commitment to the process because how many of you have experienced cleaning something only for that to turn into a much longer process than expected as you uncovered and discovered more mess as you cleaned deeper? You know, oftentimes you find yourself on your knees when you're deep cleaning away, you know, and you become achy and you become tired because you're not seeing the progress that you're working towards as quickly as you had hoped for. Those stains and those things that have gotten down into cracks aren't easily just swept away. Like I said, I mean, we are down on our hands and knees scrubbing. It takes lots of work. 
But here's the thing. You got to stay with it. You got to stay with it. It might take longer than you hoped or expected, but the peace and the delight that comes from staying with this process is so worth it. I mean, how many of you have spent time cleaning something that you did not want to take the time to clean? And in the end, the joy of just looking back on that and when you are in a more peaceful and relaxed state, it is so worth it when it is done. And it's the same thing in our lives. It's not fun when you're in the hard part of working through the deep cleaning of our souls and our bodies, whatever that means, whatever that means for you, because we're all in different situations and different circumstances. So that's going to mean something different for each of us. So whatever that means for you, it's hard work for each and every one of us. It's going to be different things, but it's hard work if we are doing the work. But I want to encourage you to stay with it because at the end of the day, it's going to bring you peace and joy that you won't experience without putting in the work, doing the hard work and staying with the process. There's a verse that this past week with the arrival of spring that has just been in my heart that I've reread um, different verses of it. I've made a few social media posts about it, but it's from Song of Solomon, chapter two, verses 11 through 13. And it says, the season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter has ended and the season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers. There is change in the air. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. I love so many aspects of those verses. Um, I've broken some of them down in, in different ways and shared them, like I said, over the past week. But each of them uh, there's just, uh, just speaks to um, so many different things. And I, I, it just stirs up hope. I love, I love the change of seasons. I love the change of seasons and the hope that it brings like the beginning of a new week and the fresh mercies that we have each and every day. Seasons are a beautiful thing. And here's the thing, wherever you find yourself today, whether you are in the midst of a hard season or you're living your best life, seasons come and they, and they go. So enjoy every day. And take from each day what it has to offer you and, and know that God is with you no matter what season you find yourself in today. But here's what I want to end with. I want, I want to end with a question. And that question is, what is dying to spring up out of you in this season that you need to make room for? What is dying to spring up out of you in this season that you need to make room for? Because here's what I invite you to do. I invite you to take the time. Do the work. Because what will spring forth, it's going to be beautiful. And it's going to be totally worth it. Love you, friend.
Talk soon. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do, because you being you is exactly what we all need.